Greetings, ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters in Christ. Welcome to the Innocence Redeemed Podcast. I'm your host, Ray Bergman, and today we're going to do something a little bit different. Um, We spent a lot of time talking about the judgments coming on America, but there is also a lot of things going on in other parts of the world, and one place in specific where it's a testing ground for everything we see coming in the end times is Australia. There is a lot of shadiness that's been going on over there. Um, Some of you, uh, those who are listeners from there, um, know about that, and some of you have been in touch with me, and... um, you know, I uh, was talking to a brother that I've been friends with for a long time who lives over there, and uh, we decided it would be a good idea to uh, do a show uh, based upon that, just to point out um, some end-time things that we're seeing and the persecution that's uh, fixing to get ready to happen. They've already been testing the waters, so to speak. So the title of today's show is Perspectives from Australia, and I'm going to play a clip here um, that my good brother over there in Sydney um, sent me. And, um, you know, the information in this video is a little bit disturbing, but what it shows you is the real picture of what the intentions are as far as Agenda 2030 and what Klaus Schwab and other globalists are planning. And um, because Australia is the testing ground, I felt it would be better to do a perspective on that part of it this time. I'm going to be working on a judgment podcast uh, with Glenda Lomax. That's going to be my next episode. But um, in the meantime, I felt while I was still working on that one that this would be, you know, some informative information, especially for those who are abroad. And um, it's also showing and pointing out what's coming here. So... I don't want to do a whole long intro on this because I have a lot of ground to cover today, and I'm going to be playing this clip, which is a half hour long itself, and then I'm getting into my interview with Brother H. But um, it's my prayer that this is a blessing to you, and you know, take a listen to what this uh, woman said is going on, because I don't know if many of you know, but it's been raining over in Australia, at least on the eastern side, for a good few weeks to a month now, and they are having catastrophic flooding. And she goes by Tilly Cat, and I think her name's Kathy. But this video is now starting to go viral. And when it was sent to me, I reached out, but I'll get more into that in a little bit after you hear it. But um, just some interesting information as to what's being planned and what's going down with what we see about the persecution and being delivered up. And um, let's say it's, you know, akin to the World War II days playing out all over again. And many are oblivious to it. And just a quick warning before I begin this, um, you know, she's pretty upset about in a few places um, throughout this. And I tried to bleep out or cut out as much as I could. But when she was making a point, I wasn't always able to do that. So then I had to just use a beep sensor to cut out those words, you know. But I think once you hear what she says, you'll understand the reason for her frustration. Anyway, let's take a listen. Hi guys, Kathy here. It's been um, a while since I've come on and done a live, uh, but I do feel this is quite urgent and quite necessary to do a live about. Okay, for those of you that aren't aware, those of you that might be waking up, those of you that are awake, I know there's plenty of you that my feeds are getting out to that are awake, but for those of you that are currently waking up right now, um, 
the east coast of Australia is going to be hit with epic proportions of weather, uh, rain in the next probably two weeks, anything from three days to, you know, 10 days. Um, I'm talking all the way from Melbourne up to Brisbane and inland. Uh, this isn't climate change. This is geoengineering. There is clear evidence that this is geoengineering. Um, if you haven't been taking in your environment, it's quite clear when you look up at the sky and you tune in with your ears that things are happening. And when you dig a little deeper and you see the radar and you look at the sonic frequencies that are being um, targeted in certain areas to manipulate the actual weather, you will find that this, these floods are being done on purpose. Now, if we go back to 2018, just after our PM was voted in, you will recall that we had severe fires suddenly. And anyone who was on the ground and who knew fires said that those fires were not like anything they had seen before. They were coming from really strange directions. The trees were burning from the inside out, which has never happened. And it was disgraceful. When you dig a little deeper, you find the uh, World Economic Forum under the New World Order, Agenda 21 to 30, has listed most of the towns on the east coast of Australia as smart cities. And they wish to build a rail through the areas that were basically decimated by fires and are potentially in the near future going to be decimated by floods. Lismore being one of the cities that has been signed up for the Smart Cities program. It's easy, I can post all the documents underneath for you to be able to um, have references. Anyway, let's get back to what's actually really happening. So the idea is to wipe out most of the East Coast so that these um, cities can be built. Now, how are they going to do that? They're going to drop copious amounts of rain flood areas, do it when it's king tides. And um, they have many, many other means to do this. What does that mean for the people? Well, it means that their houses become uninhabitable and it means that they can call their emergency orders, which um, a bill has just been passed in Parliament that allows foreign troops, UN troops, who are part of the New World Order and the World Economic Forum, to come onto Australian soil and commit any offences towards um, the people of Australia under an emergency act without any liability of crimes against humanity. Now, that should be a massive concern for people. Um, in Queensland, they have just extended the emergency act indefinitely. So what, what will happen is, and let's hope it won't happen, but this is what's planned. And we can, we can change that, and I'll give you other ways potentially that we can influence that spiritually, mentally, emotionally. But this is the plan. Keep hitting the East Coast with floods. Floods, floods, floods. Wear the people down to the point that they are so exhausted, their houses become uninhabitable. And then come in with, so they, they make the problem, then they come in with uh, 
people like Resilience Lismore, Resilience Ballina, Resilience New South Wales. So anything that's got a resilience before the name, you know that that's attached to the New World Order agenda. You know that that is a word that is being used by the World Economic Forum. They will pose as local community helpers and people that are helping, but they're actually part of the New World Order. Their job is to play the good cop within the bad cop, good cop scenario. So they'll come in, they'll offer a solution, and their solutions will be to help feed people and to sign you up to whatever government funding that they can offer you, basically a thousand dollars potentially, to help you, um, you know, buy some food in the short term. But in order to do that, you have to have a digital identity. Now, in the meantime, your houses are inhabitable. So what's happened in Queensland right now? Well, today, Anastasia Palachuk has offered, right, to house displaced New South Wales victims to wellness camp facilities in Toowoomba. Now, she quoted, it will safeguard against whatever comes in the future. We have these facilities for anything that may be thrown at us in the future. Now, what do these politicians know that we don't know? And why have they built these wellness camps? Well, I'll tell you why. Because they want to flood you out. They want to take your land, take your homes, take everything you own, put you into these camps. Now, if we go back to the camps in Germany, the people that went to the camps in Germany went there willingly because they were told they were going there for their own safety. And take your suitcases. It'll be, it'll be fine. We're, we're taking you there for your own safety. That's a massive alarm bell. Okay, a massive alarm bell. We have seen footage of the people that are actually making these, these cubicles for the camp. And there are gas pipes that go direct into every one of those cubicles. Now, we know that in World War II, when the, the war was declared over, and the opposition went to, for example, Auschwitz, they found the birth, the death records of anyone who had died at Auschwitz. And on these records, it said that they had died of a disease. They claimed there was an outbreak of polio. They claimed there was an outbreak of some kind of disease that wiped out the whole camp. Are you seeing the similarities to what possibly could happen in our very, very near future? This is all a tactic to implement the new world order, the smart cities, resilient cities, fast rails, get people into camps, potentially release the new strain of whatever under the guise that people may, it went rampant around the camps and it wiped out a lot of the people that are there, take the land, and then start their resilient cities with potentially the children, reprogram them again and start anew. They want you out of the picture. They want us out of the picture. Now, this news isn't getting out to the rest of the world. The only news that's getting out to the rest of the world about what's happening in Australia is in the Daily Mirror in England. 
there was a whole piece done on how climate change was going to potentially wipe out a lot of the cities in the east coast of Australia. Now, that is planting a seed, it's called MKUltra, into people's minds. So when it does happen, when we get flooded out and, it, and they, they achieve what they're trying to achieve, they're trying to keep it quiet because what we are is we're the testing ground. That's why they're keeping it quiet. We are the testing ground for the rest of the world. If it works, if this weather engineering works and floods the out of us and the fires and whatever else they plan so they can displace and put people into camps and I've told you the rest then they've achieved it they can then roll it out around the rest of the world but they still have to tell the rest of the world in a roundabout way what potentially could have been the cause of what is to come in Australia when it does come so they've they've written it as if it's climate change now, we know that little Greta Thunberg is a plant. She's a World Economic Forum plant. She's planted there to play the good cop, bad cop, so they can push their agenda of the new world or the climate change, okay? We also know that Grace Tame. Now, Grace Tame is the young Australian of the year. Grace Tame is also a plant, for child sexual abuse, okay? What they want to do is implement in the actual schools a digital identity for each child for their own safety against predators, potentially within the school or out of the school, okay? Grace Tame has been used to, to pit against ScoMo to make ScoMo look bad. Now, ScoMo's done his job. ScoMo's met his millions. He's had his contracts with Pfizer and Moderna, whoever else. He's met his billions. He's, he's, he's come in and said, okay, I'll play the bad cop. Albanese, you take over in the next election because we know the elections are rigged. We know that no matter what we do and whoever we, whoever we vote for, if we did enter into a contract within their voting system, is going to be put in anyway. These people are placed, and this has been planned from a grassroots level for this moment in time to implement the World Economic Forum, New World Order, Agenda 21 to 30. This isn't a conspiracy. This is there for you to see. Go to the World Economic Forum page. Go there. Have a look. Scroll through. You'll be quite surprised at what you might find. Now, Albanese has said that he will be, if he gets in, implementing the same laws that Anastasia Palachuk is using. What does that say to you? Australia, we are in I'm talking, we're going back here to World War II, World War I tactics on how to take people out. This is no joke. This is happening. It's happening in Lismore. The army, the SES are in there. They're not allowing volunteers who were there on the front line for the first 14 days before anyone stepped in and before any resilience groups stepped in. They're not allowing them in there anymore. They're going door to door and they're knocking on people's doors and telling them they have to go in there to assess if the house is livable. 
Now, they have no right to. They are a corporation and you are entering into a contract with them if you allow them into their house. So you have every right to say, I'm quite capable of uh, deeming whether my house is safe or not, but thanks, but no thanks. See you later. All right. The aim is to get you off the land, into the camps, and God knows what after that. Build the smart cities and have full control over the population where you don't have a right to sneeze, you don't have to have a right to buy, to drive a car, to, to have a say, to have any freedom of speech. They're desperately trying to push this agenda for gender neutral and it's all part of this transhumanism nightmare. They're implementing into schools a resilience program. Again, that word resilience. We keep hearing that word coming up, resilience, big red flag. They're really infiltrating the educational system. They're trying to lower the age of consent and normalize pedophilia because the majority of the people running the show have a massive, massive investment in child trafficking and pedophilia. It is a huge pill to swallow. It's happening in Canada, it's happening in lots of countries. Canada, Australia, the Commonwealth countries are the first ones to get hit. We are the ones that have been disarmed. We are the testing grounds. They're not gonna try it on America first. They've got their guns, we don't. And we're pretty much, you know, she'll be all right. But we're not all right, guys. Australia is not okay. It is getting to the point where they are deceiving people to go to camps now under the guise that their houses are uninhabitable and they're going to help them. These camps have barbed wire around the outside. They have roller doors that shut down on you every night. What next? There are planes leaving from Bankstown Airport. We have the numbers. We have the names of the pilots and they are geoengineering planes. There are boats out at sea directing energy weapons to manipulate the weather. We can see it on the radar. They're like in the shape of a cone and they do that. They do that. So you've got to understand that this is no conspiracy that this evil unfortunately does exist. I wish I was wrong. I wish for every child in this world, I wish I was wrong. For my own child, I wish I was wrong. But I know I'm not wrong. I'm extremely intuitive. I see things that most people don't see. I get shown it in so many ways, spiritually, mentally, physically, in every way I get shown it. And there are millions of us out there that have got shown it. There are millions of us that are speaking up, but there are not enough of us. There are too many sitting on the fence right now. And this is getting very serious. The whole of the East Coast, I'm giving you a warning. These floods are floods of epic proportions that are coming our way epic proportions. You weren't informed about the volcano that erupted or the earthquake that happened at Vanuatu last week that caused 
mini tsunamis in Avoca here on the Central Coast, in Bondi Beach. They have the, the machinery, they have the, the gear to set off earthquakes now. It sounds crazy. It sounds like, oh my God, how can humans be so, you know, advanced? And they have, and they've had it for years, and now they're using it, and it's very tactical. It's very tactical. It's all planned and it's moving very fast to the point now it's got to the camps. Why do you think those camps were built? They weren't built to keep you safe from the, the boogeyman, which they call COVID. They weren't built for that. They were built for this. And until you realize that, then you're never going to wake up. We need you to wake up now. We know the Rothschilds, the Bushes, the Rockefellers. We know that the world is owned literally by these few families that run the banking system. We know they, they start wars and they fund both sides. We know that oil is what keeps this spinning. And we don't even need oil because we could have free energy through magnets. It's all an illusion. And until you pull that veil away and see it for what it is, then we are never, ever going to move forward as humanity. So many people went blind, walked blindly with their kids and themselves to the gas chambers. That's phase one. We are now in phase two weather wars. And they will keep hitting us like they hit Lismore and Ballina. Do you know what happened in Ballina? You want to hear what happened in, in Byron Bay? The people were told, you don't need to evacuate anymore. Go back to your houses. Then at three o'clock in the morning, three o'clock is the time that they hit when everyone's asleep and people are blindsided. It is how they do it. Three o'clock in the morning, people woke up in their beds surrounded by water in the dark. No alarm went off. Some excuse that the alarm was broken. You don't think that all was pre-planned. Oh, go back to your, go back to your houses. It's not, it's not a threat. You're fine. And then at three o'clock in the morning, it happens, but no one gets a warning. Come on, guys. It's time to start seeing for what it is. I'm here fighting for my child. I've lived my life. I've lived a pretty good life. But I'm here fighting for you and your children and your children's children. Do you want them growing up in a society where they have absolutely no rights? Where their body is used as an experiment? Where at any time they could be shot or murdered? Is that what you want? We have to stand up. We have to change this. Look at your skies. Look at the planes that go over and back and over and back and spray the shit out of the sky and then drop heavy metals and toxins on you and your kids and on the animals and then cause these weird kind of weather formations that they want to create and they use sonic weaponry to dictate where that goes, and then boom. They're even using the words like weather bomb. Have you ever heard that? 
In your whole years when you studied geography at school, have you ever heard the word weather bomb used? Well, in the news here in Australia, they told us quite clearly that we were in for a weather bomb. Why do they use the word bomb? They want to get you used to it. They want to tell you what they're doing to you. They're literally dropping a bomb on you. It might not be in the form of arsenic. It might be in the form of what they used in, in your regular bombs to blow you up. But the destruction of these bombs is worse, if not 10 times worse than a regular bomb because they, they cover a much larger area. People's houses were under 12 meters, 12 meters. People were left on their roofs of their houses for days on end. People were dead in the cavities of their roof. They've said four people are dead. At least 400 people have been accounted for up north. And this news isn't getting out to the rest of the world. What's getting out to the rest of the world is a preempted news saying that climate change could very well wipe out the east coast of Australia in the next eight years. We need to wake up. We need to stand together. We need to say no to any resilience groups. Sorry, we don't need you. We're, we're, we, we don't need the government, the deception, the lies. The government only offered assistance 12 days after the floods the first time. They brought the army in and they made the army pose for photographs and then sent them back in their vans again. While the locals and people hired their own aeroplanes and helicopters to perform rescues. There were people stranded hundreds of kilometers out with no food and water for days on end. There were people that died that way. There were animals and livestock floating down the rivers. This is what's coming for the whole of the east coast of Australia and all the way down to Melbourne. Imagine that devastation. Imagine the dysentery that comes with that. They want that. They want us to be living in squalor and So we reach out and go, help, help us, help us. Oh, that's okay. We'll offer the solution. First of all, sign up to our digital legislation, which will entrap you for the rest of your life and then what we'll do is we'll we'll put you in these camps because they're wellness camps they've got barbed wire around them and security guards 24 7 but they're wellness camps guys we are in serious serious trouble if we don't all stand up to this and wake up to this <sighs> i'm tired I'm tired of trying to tell you. I'm tired of people just not doing their research. If I can do the research, you can as well. If I can find the documents for Lismore Smart City, which is on a government website, if I can go onto the DEAN website, which is a government website, and find all the adverse reactions of children between the ages of five and 11 having strokes, dying of heart attacks, periods for six-year-olds. If I can go and find all of that, so can you. But you're lazy, because you don't want to believe that this evil exists. It exists. 
And maybe I learned this very, very young in my life, and this is why I'm awake to it. But this is getting beyond serious now, guys. This World War II scenario, this Auschwitz scenario, is creeping in very quickly to Australia. And it's here. And it'll be gentle for the first while. You know, they'll, they'll just, you know, pretend everyone's doing great. And on the news, they'll, they'll put these, these videos of how happy everyone is in the wellness camps and how they've got like the two swan towels. It's like a, it's like a resort. You're at a resort when it's far from that. So it's time to stand up. It's time to get together. It's time to inform your families and friends of what's coming. We are in for a massive weather event. And it is designed to put people into camps. It is designed to get you off the land. And it is designed to build the smart cities, which goes under the World Economic Forum, under Klaus Schwab. And Scott Morrison was a guest speaker at the World Economic Forum. They are planted at a grassroots level. They are in your own councils. They have been planted for this moment in time. So we have to stop them, guys. Remember the word resilience, massive red flag. Massive. So get ready and be there for each other. Get some water in because a lot of these people don't even have fresh water. Get food supplies in and share it with your neighbors when you need to. I wish I could come with better news. I wish. Will it affect the bell? It's apparently to head all the way down to Melbourne. So there will be areas that will be affected a lot more than other areas. But who knows if these guys are going to set off something out at sea that could just wipe out full communities. Who knows? But be prepared for three o'clock in the morning for when it's going to hit, because that's when it's going to hit. And your, your mainstream media and your news won't tell you it's going to hit. They'll tell you that it's coming and the, the, the rain is going to be bad on Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. And then you'll think it's all over and everyone will relax. And then boom, people will wake up with water in their houses in the dark. This is what they did in Lismore. This is what they did in Ballina. This is what they did in Geelong or up in Gympie. There are towns underneath water. There are towns that need our help. And the army... And the SES and all these governing bodies are in there taking over. And now Palachuk has quite openly said she's offering them the camps. Wellness camps. Resilience camps. All World Economic Forum language. Guys, I, I can't even say vote out both parties. Like, they're both funded by the same. It's like Apple and Samsung. They're both funded by the same people. It doesn't matter if you do. Bring a pen because it's in pencil. Bring a pen. But really, they're going to put whoever they want in there anyway. <sighs> now, some of it is um, manipulated weather and some is, is natural weather. They kind of work with the natural weather and then manipulate it to make it 10 times worse. Now, they're drying out places like Perth and they're drying out places like um, Adelaide at the moment. Now, more than likely down the track, we're going to see fires in those, like severe fires in those areas. And this is why they're doing that. 
So Australia is the target for the fires and the floods and the climate change. If enough of us visualize pushing whatever they're trying to push towards us out to sea and away from us, we might have some chance. But in the meantime, guys, it is begun. We are not coming towards the new world order. We are in the new world order. We're in it and it's moving really fast. Get the word out there. Share it. I'm putting myself on the line. You know, I'm putting my life at risk. This is how serious this has got. I'm putting my life at risk. I've been deemed potentially insane and locked up by getting this information out there. But I am willing to put myself on the line for the future of my child, your child, and every other child in this earth. Because, make no mistake, once they achieve what they're trying to achieve in Australia, they are going to roll this out in the rest of the world. You cannot have the attitude of, oh, it's not happening here, so. Please get the word out, share this, and know that we are the majority. They are the minority, but we need our brothers and sisters to wake up and start doing the research. We need you to wake up. Please, for all of us, please. All right. Bye, guys. You know, I just want to say kudos to this lady for speaking out because there are so many who know or have heard about what's going on, and they don't even speak to their neighbors. And I'm going to get into that in a moment when I um, talk to my friend. I'm bringing my friend, uh, Brother H. on from Australia. But, you know, listen carefully with sh to what she said, because it, and if you have to listen to this a few times and go back to process all that, you know, please do so. Because this really is going to be a global event. This is really is in their plans. Their plans are to depopulate and move people out of rural areas to get them into more compact cities to be controllable. That is part of the plan. And, you know, when I was sent that, when my friend, uh, who I'm about to have on, sent me that, I reached out to a listener, because I actually have a few listeners over in Australia, because I, I wanted to have a you know opinion about that. And I got a response back, and she said, as far as I know, everything she is saying is true. I'm not sure about the UN coming here. However, it may be true. And um, she actually attached a link of the planes spraying around. And uh, it was just before the rains that caused the floods on the East Coast. And she went on in this email to tell me that, you know, two weeks after that, the New South Wales was hit again. And the water was up to the roof of houses. Many animals died. It was heartbreaking. And then it goes on. Today, Sydney was hit a third time with flooding in about a month. And uh, she tells me that um, I live in Western Australia, and this state is like a Nazi state. Our government will not let anyone in unless they are triple jabbed. The Lord put it on my heart to move from the East Coast two years ago. I had no idea why. However, I'm seeing it now. And she goes on to say, we have not had rain for three months, and yes, the fires are a big risk here. And then she went on to say, and like the rest of our world, our government is totally corrupt. That the lady in the video was right about that. And uh, she uh, talks about the rally that was in Canberra. I'm saying that right, guys. Uh, no offense to you guys uh, in Australia if I'm not pronouncing your cities right. 
She said a rally was held against the mandates, and people were hit there with a directed energy weapon. They were cooked and had uh, severe radiation burns. And um, I had seen videos of that on Brideon. So I can tell you she is telling the truth on that. Um, there's You can't dispute video that's recorded with a cell phone. I mean, there's no way you can edit that when people are literally having lesions and burns appearing right on camera. Australia is the testing ground. And as I said at the beginning of the show, perspectives are important because a lot of people think, oh, well, you know, America, America, America. Well, it's not all just about America. You have to understand that there's certain things they can't do here yet. Because like that lady Tillycat said in the video, the population here is armed, whereas in other nations they are not. And that's the only thing holding them back, which is probably why they're going to have to do something even worse here eventually. But what they're doing right now is gauging the fear and gauging people. You know, Australians in a lot of ways are laid back. You know, they don't worry about things the way Americans do. They go on about their lives. They don't bother anybody. And there's a lot of people over here like that. But the difference, and I, I mean this with all respect, is that when you're too laid back, it invites danger because you're not paying attention. And you think, well, they're looking out for my best interest. They're looking out for me in this way. And that's not always the case. You know, they said they were looking out for us all during COVID and everybody around the world can relate to that. And look what ended up happening. Now people are paying the price for it. And so my friend, Brother H., he has some perspective on this, and uh, I wanted to get him on to uh, give you his take on it and how he uh, woke up to everything happening in the world and just give you a little rundown of, you know, some simple solutions, and we uh, are basing it on where things are. Hey, Brother H, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks for having me. So I wanted to have you on to uh, just have a different perspective as to what's, you know, happening on the other side of the pond and what your take was on a lot of things. and how you've discovered um, what was happening years back. Well, I guess uh, it all started around, well, in the beginning, I've always felt like, you know, something was wrong. I've always felt like uh, I was different. I was like a quote unquote an outcast in, in high school because I always questioned things. I, I always liked to question things, you know, I never like took things at face value. I always like to uh, do my own research and come to my own conclusion. I don't like, I never liked people telling me you know, you should believe this or you should do this or do that. So I guess it started from there. And then um, when 9-11 happened, I was like, okay, this doesn't really make sense. So I, I delved in deeper into that and started finding a lot of inconsistencies like, you know, the insurance claim on the building and building seven, just free falling and people saying um, like firefighters outside saying, um, the building's coming down, they're bringing the building down. And I mean, you guys, I'm sure a lot of the listeners know what's up with 9-11. And then um, from there, probably because I was always into like health and nutrition. So, um, you know, finding out that, you know, there's uh, fluoride in the water, seeing the chemtrails being sprayed over the sky and uh, finding out that there's a lot of our food is actually genetically modified. Like, for example, the top three um, genetically modified foods in the world, um, soy, uh, wheat, and corn. And that's because they're cheap to make and they can be used for like a whole host of other ingredients, like a lot of the sauces, chewing gum, 
any like cheap products like that. A lot of them have um, high fructose corn syrup, which is a derivative of corn. And then you have, you know, soy and like a lot of protein bars and stuff known as soy isolate. And uh, it's just a, yeah, it's just a big business um, keeping people sick because, you know, if, if you think about it, like um, the pharmaceutical industry, they make, it's, it's, it's a business, right? So they make money off people being sick, not people being healthy. So it's in their best interest to keep us sick and reliant on the system. So I guess that's how it started for me. No money in the cure. That's right. That's right. So what's your take on how things have progressed here in the last few years? I mean, specifically since the all the stuff going on with COVID. And I know you guys down there have been under lockdown central. They've tried it over here. But I think a lot of people saw what was happening over in Australia and they weren't having that over here. Yeah, well, I guess uh, Australia is uh, Australia and Canada. I don't know why these two countries have been used as like, you know, the testing ground or the blueprint. But in, in my opinion, I think it's because uh, Australia firstly was uh, colonized by um, uh, a prison. So I, I guess because Australia, you know, they have the whole gun ban thing. So we, we don't really, um, we've already given up our rights in, in terms of that. So it's like the perfect testing ground for, you know, the elites to do whatever they want. And I mean, we've been taking it, you know, the, everything is done incrementally. They take out, they never do things in like large or very fast speeds. They always do things incrementally. They, they test the waters to see what we put up with. If we put up with it, you know, they proceed forward if we don't, and then they back off. That's why like, uh, when you mentioned the whole pandemic thing, um, you know, initially, oh, it's just two weeks to flatten the curve. Oh, it's only masks. You only have to wear masks uh, when you're going to the shopping, uh, to the mall or shopping center. Um, and now you have to wear masks outside. Now you have to wear masks when you go to the bathroom. Now you have to wear masks while you're eating. And you know, it's ridiculous. So, um, and then, you know, we started pushing back uh, with the, a lot of like the, uh, the trucker convoy in, in Canada and then the, um, the, the protests in Canberra, and then they were like, whoa, 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 this is too much pressure. So they started backing off, right? Um, and uh, coincidentally, when the heat started rising, um, we don't have to get into this topic, but, you know, when the heat started rising and uh, people started pushing back hard, what happened? Russia, you know, Russia, Ukraine. Oh, look over there, look over there. That's a new distraction. And then they also, on top of that, started backing off, started saying, oh, okay, you don't have to wear masks anymore in the in the shopping centers. You don't have to... Uh, sign in with a QR code so we can track you. So they started pulling back. And it's just so easy to see their methods. It's really easy to read. Um, they're very easy to read and very predictable. During the lockdowns over there, how was it? Like I had uh, been seeing stuff on Brideon that uh, you all weren't allowed to go or leave a certain radius from your home. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So during lockdowns, they had uh, like zones. They had these zones. So like each council was was its own zone. So if you lived in a certain council, you weren't allowed to go outside that zone. Um, and that makes it difficult uh, for a lot of people, like say if they lived on the edge of that zone and, you know, the petrol station or the gas station was right outside that zone. At that time, technically, they weren't allowed to go there. I mean, I'm sure people didn't really care. That stayed on for a while. And there was a lot of um, inconsistencies, like they said, you know, if you had your special passport you're allowed to go to work and get out of that zone but if you didn't um and also like it got to the point where 
if you were vaccinated, then you're allowed to work. But if you you weren't, then you can't do anything. So it's all about shunning you, making you feel like you're worthless and 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 an outcast. It's all about making people that go against the narrative and outcast and just putting them in their corner. That's why they use words like conspiracy theorist, which was you know uh, created by the CIA um, to like shut people up and just put like a label on them and get people to like point the finger because. What do they say? You know, the nail that sticks out always gets hit first. So um, yeah, that's the thing with that. So um, they they pushed and they pushed. And they 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 just kept seeing what we'd put up with. And there were certain like um, councils where certain councils uh, within Australia were more prone to um, allowing the the government to like push them around. So they pushed harder on those, you know. But whereas where there was mo more resistance, they wouldn't push as hard with the restrictions. Tell folks about what they do over there on the media, how they do the music. You told me about that off the record when we talk on the phone, and you told me about what the media does, how they play the same little games with everybody, little mind games. Oh, oh definitely. They um, uh, like for example, uh, Channel Seven in Sydney. Um, they do like these, like you know, when the intro of the 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 new show, they'll have like this. They'll use like red lighting and like scary, ominous music and like COVID's coming to get you, you know, and then they'll like zoom in on the guy's face and like it's ridiculous. And on top of that, they um, they silence um, any uh, people trying to question things by uh, disabling comments, you know, uh, on, on YouTube, uh, whereas Sky News um, never disabled comments. And actually, in fact, Sky News was banned by YouTube for a period of like, I think it was a week, maybe two weeks. I'm not, I don't really remember, but they were silenced. And then after they came back, uh, they still presented a few truths here and there, um, but you could tell they've changed. Either they got threatened or something, but they've changed after that ban. It's just uh, it's just funny to see their, their desperation. They're so desperate. The, the establishment is so desperate at trying to prevent people from waking up because once you wake up and you start questioning things, then you make informed decisions and then you realize that, you know, your whole bubble that you've been living in is is, is, is a lie and you, you'll rebel and resist their tyranny and they can't have you doing that. So the best way to silence you is, is through censorship, you know. So obviously you have people over there that are waking up to all this but what's the if you had to when you go out have you noticed like any changes like in people and the way they're acting since all of this because i know recently we were talking about that and mm -hmm. i i've noticed it here in the states that when i go out people are just acting very indifferent and they're still choosing to wear the mask even though they don't have to wear the mask so i i know all you right. don't you're like me you don't go out all that much because i mean it's not all that enjoyable to go out really much anymore but what have you noticed over there? What are you noticing any differences, or you know, what's the overall feeling of everything? So yeah, so when initially when we had like the mask mandates inside like the shopping centers and malls and stuff, it, it was very difficult to tell who were the virtue signalers and and who weren't because that's a huge thing um, in this uh, whole uh, lie is the virtue signalers are what perpetuate the restrictions being increased. Uh, but once the um, mask mandates and, and QR code signing in rules were, were backed off, you can give them b benefit of the doubt where oh they didn't know that it was um, taken off. But like, let's say after a week, uh, restrictions being removed, you still had people wearing their mask. And, um, you know, if you'd walk close to them, like I noticed personally, if, if I'd walk close to someone 
um, that was wearing a mask, they'd go out of their way basically to like uh, turn around or get away from you. Like you, you're like some leper or something. People like, it's just ridiculous just seeing the mental state of people. People are so in fear of um, this, this essentially a lie. Like, I, I mean, I'm not saying COVID itself is a lie, but the whole, uh, the way it's being um, perpetuated and the whole vaccine rollout and all that. Um, it's just funny to see. It's not really funny, but it's just, uh, it's actually saddening to see um, fellow people, uh, even though, you know, the, the, these are the same people that mocked us. And every time, you know, we'd uh, present information or facts to them, uh, we're not like telling them what to think. We're just presenting information and, uh, you know, getting them to do their own research to come up with their own conclusion but that will burst their little bubble and they know i think most people even the virtue signalers and uh that they all know deep down that something is wrong and they know that th their whole world view is is not what it what they think it is and it's just they don't want to accept it because it's, it's 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 a scary thought you know it's a scary thought to accept that you know governments are uh, lying to us and uh, being told what to do by the pharmaceutical industry and um, you can see that a lot of people that are waking up, they're in fear because uh, they don't know what to do, basically. They're lost and they don't know what to do. So what do they do? They stick their head in the sand and they continue to, like, play along. Like, you know, it's like little children when, um, like, there's a monster on under my bed. And then what do they do? They hide under the covers. Does that, like, let's say there was a monster under their bed. Do you think hiding under the covers is going to protect you from the monster? <laughs> it's not, right? So um it's just yeah it's sad to see no the monster only keeps coming around the more you try to avoid it and if you try to hide the elephant in the room you know eventually it's going to be noticed that i've experienced the same thing too it's like i've i've had experiences where people have jumped back from me or that yeah they go out of their way to avoid you or you know I, i've walked in places like good morning if i pass somebody and they just walk right past you they don't even say anything i mean they're teaching everybody how to avoid they're they're teaching everybody how to be antisocial. And this is what's going to generate the hate and the vision that is coming, where it's almost going to be impossible to trust anybody, um, from what I can see, anyway. Yeah. A another a point is, in, in like school or high school or whatever, you have bullies, right? When a bully is bullying someone or bullying you, do they stop when you cower and you allow them to do it? No. They stop when you fight back and you push back, right? So I think that's uh, one key thing um is that you know cowering and sticking your head in the sand is not going to make this um thing go away the only way I, I see any hope in this thing going away um other than you know obviously the intervention of um god is that uh, people wake up that's the first thing is wake up and realize what's actually happening or once that happens then they can make their own decision and, and start pushing forward and asking questions and until that happens, I don't see this whole uh, thing going away. What's been your experience with um, people in your inner circles, like that you're friends with or used to be friends with? I know you don't really talk to very many anymore. Here I live 8,500 miles away, and you talk to me more than you do really anybody that's over there except for your wife. How's it been for you know people you used to work with or people you used to hang out with? Well, uh, man, like a lot of them, you know, I was the guy, like, I, I hate being the guy that was like, I told you so. I, I, I try not to like rub it in or anything like that. But a lot of my, um, you know, friends or ex-colleagues, the ones that I warned and 
like I said, I never like to tell people what to think or what to do or what, what to believe. You know, I, I just, all I do is present facts and information, get them to question the narrative and make their own decision. And I've done that like countless times. You have no idea how tiring, oh, I'm sure you do actually know how tiring it is to like warn friends or people very close in your circle, like family, and then having them shun you or uh, make you look like an outcast and, and mock you. You're not presenting like things that can't be proven or your opinion. It's not about presenting your opinion. You're presenting facts and you're saying, hey, look at these facts, connect the dots and you make your own decision, you know? And and I think that, like I mentioned earlier, deep down, they know that all this information that we present to them and facts that we present to them make sense and they just don't want to accept it. And what do they do? They lash out, they shun you because they're afraid. Um, I've lost countless, uh, a countless amount of friends. I've been uh, mocked in my previous job. I've been uh, made to look like the weirdo. But at the same time, I've had a, a lot of, I've had a, a lot of um, people, or a few people actually, wake up, you know, and and thank me. I, I mean, I, I don't care about being thanked. I don't do this for myself. I do this all for Jesus Christ, you know, because I believe that. God knows which person can um, with, uh, like hold this uh, or know this type of information. Like everyone has a, a, a different size cross to, to, to carry and God knows what you can handle. And I think he'll never give you more than what he knows that you can handle. And I think it's a blessing. I really think it's a blessing to know all these things, even though it says in the Bible, and I'm paraphrasing, with great uh, wisdom comes uh, great sorrow, right? So I do it out of love. I, I, I don't do it out of like to be the guy, you know, to say I told you so. I do it out of love because I'm concerned for my family or friends. And I've, like I said, I've lost family and friends because of, um, you know, uh, speaking out and getting them to question the truth and waking them up. A lot of people like in the movie The Matrix, they're dependent on the system. They don't like being w uh, woken up and they'll do, you know, they'll fight tooth and nail to protect the system because they're afraid. And by the way, that verse, in case anybody's interested, is from Ecclesiastes chapter 1, verse 18. For in much wisdom is much grief, and he who increases knowledge increases sorrow. And you know, um, you've had some interesting dreams yourself um, of things that appear to be coming in the future. And I think one of them you said that, uh, I can't remember if you said you had to stand up strong or they were going to kill you or something like that. But then you said you've also had ones where you've been escaping disasters. Do you want to talk about that for a little bit? I had one, I remember I was in like a church and there were like a group of people and we were hiding from something or we like hiding from some sort of catastrophe. Um, and it was like some like underground church. And um, I remember like, you know, these officers coming in from like uh, both sides and trying to gas us out, throwing gas and we had to escape. Um, I've had tons of dreams where I'm always like leading people or people coming to me for help and like seeking like medical supplies and trying to like, help them out that way well it's always like leading i'm always like leading them somewhere out of some situation i, I don't know why um and when it comes to like the, the catastrophe dreams um i've had a lot that have to do with tsunamis um i've had countless ones of seeing um, meteors or asteroids or whatever falling out of the sky and uh, trying to uh, seek shelter or, or pr just getting down on my knees and praying uh, it's really scary stuff because a lot of these dreams are very vivid. And um... I had one dream where hot rocks were raining down. They were like burning coals. 
and uh, they didn't hit me, but there was all this thunder and lightning. But there were rot. It wasn't raining. There were just hot coals coming down. And I don't know if it was a volcano or if something had hit the earth, but it was happening all over the place. And then um, one time I was praying for you. I was praying for you and your wife, actually. And it was revealed to me a tsunami was going to end up hitting Australia, the East Coast. Yeah. Um, it's, I don't know. It's just it's, so, it's, when, uh... you know, when you've confirmed that and by the way, other people have had that. And, you know, so people, you know, you're right. Wisdom can be a burden, but at the same time. You use it to lead people to the Lord, especially if they're backslidden. And, um, you know, it's a shame that there are many who um, are in denial about it. Yeah, that's right. That's right. I was going to mention earlier with the whole pharmaceutical uh, industry, you know, like I said, do your own research. Tons of uh, articles of doctors being like doctors themselves rejecting uh the the jab you know you can just go on youtube type doctor you know rejects jab and a lot of these videos are silenced and and deleted so you know you're gonna have to maybe if you can't find them on youtube go on brideon.com but um you know just ask yourself this okay like it's it's one thing when you and i like regular joes um reject the jab or choose not to wear the mask or choose not to um, play because this whole thing is theater. That's what it is, essentially is. It's, it's theater. And some people do love you, to play theater. Do you remember when this all started? You and I were talking because it was actually you um, at Costco the one time and you said, you better get to the store now because there's pan they're panic buying toilet paper over here in Australia. <laughs> I went out mm -hmm. and you were getting food at the time and you uh, sent me a picture of all these people in line with toilet paper. And I'm like, what do they think they're going to eat? And I remember you exactly. saying, you better go to the store now because you know it's about to hit America if it hasn't yet. And it hadn't just yet. But then I think I went to the store the next day and like two days later, there was nothing left on the shelves. And, you know, that's just, there are certain things that are common sense. The point is, it's like you don't want to be asleep. And the whole thing also with this vaccine, you see, there was distractions going. My point was I was going to get at is that was all a distraction at the time because I sensed in spirit that there were at least two or three other things going on at the time. And I remember telling you that. And I said, it's they want you to be focused like, oh, look over here. No, look over here. We don't want you looking at this, that and the other. We want you to be focused on the fear, the fear that people are dying. Whereas in reality, the fear was being hyped up so people would take the jab that was rushed through for emergency approval. And then it was going to cost them a lot because it's, it's all about the population. And so now we see that happening. And what's the next thing they got everybody focused on war war as athletes and all these different people are, you know, dropping dead. They're dropping like flies. We're, we're seeing this left and right. And not only that, didn't you send me a link the other day about like um, some celebrities like retiring or uh, more CEOs stepping down. And that was another thing before COVID happened, at least 300, some CEOs, of big corporations and companies around the world were just miraculously stepping down suddenly and retiring. And nobody thought anything about that because everybody was distracted and just staying home and, you know, watching Netflix. And this is the whole thing about paying attention because if they could do it, then they're leading, you know, they just had a conference um, the first week of February. It was a world government conference. I think it took place over in Singapore and what they're getting ready to do is crash the economy and get everybody on a digital currency. And so if they could get people in the fear the first time, what they're going to try to do the next time is almost identical to what they did the first time. This time, though, it's going to be real. It ain't going to be just about a jab. 
Although they're probably going to make it a condition. Like if you want to go here or go there. See, they tested the passport system over where you are. And then they're going to try to make that worldwide. They wanted to see if, how much they could get away with and push the envelope on it. What are your thoughts on all that? Yeah, well, okay. So people have done amazing compilations. They've done them on um, uh, band.videoinfowars.com, bradion.com. Compilations of um, people collapsing. There was even like one comedian, I don't remember her name, but uh, you can just Google Jesus loves me most. And she was a stand-up comedian. And uh, she, she's like, I'm triple jabbed. I'm this, I'm that. I've never been sick and blah, blah, blah. And then um, Jesus loves me most. And as soon as she said those words, she fell on the ground. Everyone thought it was part of, the, part of her act, but it wasn't. She actually collapsed. And there are, like I said, compilations of people like uh, news presenters on live TV having like seizures collapsing. Um, like you said, athletes, like these guys are in top shape, man. These guys are like ripped. They're in the top shape. They have like the best nutrition going on, dietitians and, and, and their own coaches and all that. And, and these guys are like dropping like people that play soccer and football, people in basketball. Um, recently, um, uh, apparently there was like, uh, an article talking about 15 tennis players in Miami, um, all having to back out of the game all complaining of the same thing, chest pains. Like It's not like two of them had the flu, two of them had a cough, one of them had a leg injury. All 15 of them vaxxed and complaining about chest pains. You know, like, just connect the dots. And um, uh, when you mentioned the, uh, the passports and all that b being tested here, like you said, you know, this whole initial stage has been like a, a beta test to see... Um, you know, which areas or which countries essentially will put up with what. And then, you know, something worse, much worse is going to, is going to come because now they've seen that, Hey man, a lot of these people are uh, putting up with it. And anyone that does resist, you know, um, they, they've already got their COVID camps, you know, they've got COVID camps or, or what do they call them? Uh, Re-education camps uh, set up and they've, they've posted photos of like the inside of these camps trying to use those, you know, like when you go to a hotel, you have like the, the two swans, like they shape the towel into two swans making, oh, it's all normal. It's just a, uh, it's just a fun, relaxing resort, you know, and, um, with barbed and that's wire. why, with, yeah, with barbed yeah, wire. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. That's right. With barbed wire. Um, and you know, just come, come here, relax. You don't have to be, uh, afraid. And, and when you mentioned the, uh, the emergency use, like how long have, has the emergency use been, you know, enacted for, you know, that's, it's ridiculous. So, um, like the Bible says, all these things must come to pass. So at the end of the day, all we can do is um, put our faith in, in, in Jesus Christ and try to do our best. I think that people that have been presented the information from God, people that have the knowledge, like God's testing to see, uh, you know, I've given you this knowledge and um, are you going to, when you face God, are you going to be like, you know, uh, are you going to be proud or... Uh, satisfied that you actually did try your best even though people mocked you and made fun of you are you going to be able to say that hey you gave me this information and i did my best to try wake people up uh and if the answer is yes then that's good you're going through a bit of a wilderness journey yourself right now aren't you i am yes you know he's calling everybody to repentance and refining you know it's the last gasp before you know the unconventional refining which that means a refining during times that are anything but normal. I mean, you, if everybody thinks it's abnormal now, it's going to get a lot worse. And, um, you know, he's got a purpose for everybody. So, you know, where it's going, you know, they 
they're getting ready to I, I believe they're getting ready to launch the mark. And a lot of people believe we are going to go see a war before the end of the year. And if not a war, then possibly a new pestilence, a new disease. And isn't it interesting right now? There's all this rain going on over there. And uh, like that video I played earlier, before I got you on, she was remarking how, you know, people are going to be drinking contaminated water and having stomach aches. And now it's just raining, raining, raining. Like, it's been raining. If For anybody who doesn't know, it's been raining over on the east coast of Australia for like what two weeks, at least two weeks. It's it, it started maybe a, a even before that maybe a month ago or, but it, it stopped. There was like a, a period of um reprieve, and then now it's like back with like back for revenge, so to speak. So, do you believe what that lady said, where they said she said they're going to be building smart cities? Because I mean, with everything else that's already taken place and transpired, it certainly looks like she's not too far off from the truth. Oh, definitely. They've got the, that's why they're rolling out the whole 5G thing. And, um, I mean, this is like a, a deep, deep rabbit hole to get into, like, you know, the vaccines and the whole nanoparticles forming. I mean, in my opinion, the, the 5G is just the trigger to enable certain things or certain control over you. Like, like the Bible says, the mark of the beast, you know, you, you won't be able to buy or sell unless you have the mark. Um, and 5G is is being rolled out everywhere. You can see it. And a lot of people are, are complaining about certain side effects. Even like during the uh, Canberra protest, they were using sonic weapons um, to disrupt people. That came out and that was squashed and suppressed. Weren't they, wasn't there some kind of news that came out that they were cooking people? It wasn't in an independent media that like people were feeling like, uh, like they were, they felt like they said they were burning from the inside out. That's right. Yeah. Like, uh, just look up Sonic Weapons. Um, there's a, a channel on YouTube uh, with a guy called Ozzy Kozak, and he um, presented that showing like the, the weapons being used. And it was actually went to court and the uh, AFP was uh, questioned over it. And they just, you know, dawdled around and, and said they couldn't really answer. And that was just squashed. And also, um, uh, like you said earlier, the lady that was speaking on that video uh, mentions it's weather manipulation you know you know i'm not a, a a scientist but i can't really comment on how it's actually done exactly but uh, i know that they can either say if there is like a, a storm going on they can intensify that storm so it's like they're piggybacking off that storm and, in, and intensifying it and what that does is you know uh, people in certain areas when you mentioned like people drinking uh, contaminated water it's actually sewage water a lot of the times a lot of the councils actually have to release um uh what do they call it like turn off your tap or don't drink from your tap uh warnings because of the sewage being mixed into the drinking water which is just disgusting and then um because of all these uh constant floods and and and, and heavy rain um people are, are what are they being reliant on the government and then the government will come in with their emergency use powers and they'll just whisk them off, you know, to these COVID camps or whatever. And uh, there you go. Then you're within their grasp. So it's just a, it's a scary thing and scary times. But all we can do is um, keep our feet planted firmly and um, not back down. Amen. So where do you think it's going long term? I mean, what do you foresee happening in your neck of the woods for the foreseeable future? What do you think their next move is going to be? Well, that all depends on how we react. So if, the, I mean, I, 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 I can see that they have a, some sort of threshold. I'm sure they have some sort of threshold that they monitor 
Um, that's why they have all these, you know, uh, uh, social media uh, like Facebook and Instagram because people are willingly posting their thoughts, where they are, what time. So they can create profiles on people and, and know how people think, you know, okay, this guy is going to be trouble or this guy is easy to manipulate. So it all depends on us. It depends on how many people are going to be awake and resist and question and wake other people up. And I think that if we get enough people, we can at least make them, I don't see uh, this whole thing going away until Jesus returns. That's my own opinion, but we can at least get some reprieve and get them to back off a little bit. And cause I, I mean, I even saw some areas where the news ha has mentioned that we're going to have like a uh, COVID inspectors or officers knocking at your door at random essentially forcing you to have a COVID test and all they have to do is just falsify the test. Oh, oh look, the test says you're positive. Come with us, you know? So just like that lady um, said it, that they would be doing with the floods, like, oh, we're going to knock and see if it's okay for you to be dwelling here. We're going to determine if your home is safe or not and come with us. That's right. That's right. And if they want to use their whole um, profile that they, they've got on you, okay, this guy's trouble. He's been waking a lot of people up he's been posting um videos um trying to get people to wake up um just go there and then hey man this whole world is full of corruption right like we have corruption in all sectors there's corruption in high school like there's corruption in the police and you just have to see it like in in, in this way i always like to put it in this perspective like there's good and bad people quote unquote in this world right so um you know that we have the common thief we have uh robbers we have uh rapists we have all these types of bad people so and but, uh, most of these people that we see on the news that's presented on the news they're all like lower class they're like the pawns right but the real guys are the ones in the suits so you have to see it like this so what happens if you have these evil people with with all their um evil uh plans and stuff but then they have billions and billions of dollars and then they get together and they make friends with other quote-unquote evil people with billions of dollars and then they form like these groups you know so it's just a crazy time to be living in and like i said it, it's uh, at the end of the day it's all down to us are we going to allow them to c control us or are we going to uh, fight back and get them to at least back off so they're not like coming in the middle of the night and whisking uh, whisking us away to these to these camps so it's 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 down to us and i think one of the the best ways of waking people up is you know plant little seeds you know like like i mentioned earlier offer a, a present facts small facts don't go too deep into things and saying oh i think you should think this or that just present facts get people to make their own decisions you can do that by buying shirts like uh you can just ha have a certain message on a shirt that gets people to question things that's the best way sometimes silence you, sometimes it's just using a shirt with large writing, like whatever, like what, what, whatever message that you're trying to portray, um, like masks don't work, for example, or whatever, um, just get people to, 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 to question. And that uh, has like a domino effect and that spreads because that person will read that shirt and then start questioning and then go back home, start researching, and then they'll uh, speak to their friends about it and question them and it just spreads like fire. So um, yeah, we can all do our, our part. I think if we all, um, chip in a little bit. We don't. I'm not saying everyone has to be uh, a, a prophet or some superhero, but just if we just all like do our part, I think we can um, work together because uh, we're all children of God. So if we all work together, we could uh, at least uh, slowly turn this thing around, or if not, at least get them to back off a little bit, so we're not like all uh, ending up in in these camps. <laughs>
Well, everybody has a choice, and it buys us more time to win more souls for Jesus. You know, it's it, you know, if you're you don't just go along to get along, and I think that's been a lot of the problem. Is you know, for at the beginning, too many were like, "Oh, that's not happening." Oh, you conspiracy nut! But you know, everything that's happening now, year ten years ago when I st- first started talking to you, that you know, it's coming, it's happening, and everybody said, "Oh, that's not happening. That's not happening," and. You know as well as I, I mean, well, you've been trying, you know, where you are, and I've been trying, and now you're seeing it, and I think it's what you said earlier, you know, um, it gets to the point they don't know what to say, and they don't know what to do. So, I mean, other than planting seeds, I mean, people need to get to know their Bibles, and they need to look at everything and relate it, you know, to end-time scripture, because that's definitely where we are. Yeah, that's right. Um, We warned these people, and the thing is, I think that the at the time— it's just a, a crazy uh, concept. Like, why? How come? Like, someone else? How could someone else know these things when it hasn't happened yet? You know, why? Why don't I know these things? You know, so that that's what made it uh, seem like crazy back then. That's why they used labels like you know conspiracy theorist and, and nut job or whatever. Is because at the time we, we were already ahead of the curve. I'm um, not like to toot our own horn or anything, but like that scared people because. You know, just crazy. You know, like the government w- wouldn't do that. The, the government's um here to protect us and and all that. So, but now it's just uh, getting to the point where it's very very difficult to to deny. Um, even with all the suppression, like uh, the elites are in panic mode. They're in damage control, like heavy, heavy, severe damage control. And even with all the suppression that's going on. You know, the truth is uh, slowly um, creeping out no matter their best efforts. That scares people. And it's sad to see people um, coming to the realization uh, that, you know, their whole, most of their life has been a lie. But at the same time, I think it's necessary because a lot of these things do um, bring people closer to God and and, and do get, hopefully get people to, to read their Bibles and, and link you know, uh, what the Bible says and, and connect that with what's happening right now. But that's right. Yeah. It's just, I, yeah. That's the whole key, you know, at first admitting it to yourself. I mean, nobody, I think that everybody at first is like, Oh, this is too much. This is too much. And it was for any of us. That's what you have to, that's what anybody has to understand who, you know, hears about any of this. I mean, I was that way at first. I mean, I, I but the first thing I thought was, well, I got to warn people. I got to show them. I mean, I was getting deep, making DVD copies and everything else. You remember at the time that you and I started talking, it was coincidentally on YouTube because I had a channel where I was uh, putting videos up. And I think it was a video I actually had put up with Steve Quayle and you had commented. And I don't remember even how I think back. Didn't YouTube used to allow personal messaging back then? I think they did because that was how we were able to start. Yeah, they don't do that anymore. So it's like you meet people from all over the world. It's like, oh, we have to restrict them. We can't have the slaves talking. (laughs) that's right youtube has like algorithms now like um people that that have i know uh, some channels that have five plus million subscribers and if they don't speak um you know they they don't follow the narrative then they don't get recommended on their front page you know like channels like canadian prepper for example or health channels like thomas delauer all these but these guys have a huge amount of subscribers but then you get people with like half or less th- subscribers getting recommended as long as they follow the agenda and and follow the narrative, which makes no sense. But then at the same time, it does make sense because 
evil runs this world and uh, Satan is, is in control of, of this earth until Jesus returns. That's exactly what's going on. That's exactly what the deal is. Yep. Brother H, did you have any closing thoughts on everything we've presented today? Well, all I want to say is to my fellow Australians, brothers and sisters in Jesus Christ, you know, don't don't fear because as long as we uh, have our hearts and, and, and minds focused on Jesus Christ, uh, you know, any uh, weapon formed against us shall not prosper. So uh, just uh, stay strong and um, do the best that you can. I'm not asking you guys to, like, create miracles and uh, wake up uh, a million people. Just waking up one person, you know, just one person, that could lead to 10 more people because that one person can connect with another 10 people. So you never know the effect that you have just asking a question or, like I said, wearing a shirt that sends a message or just getting people to question um, question things. Don't ever think that you're worthless or things are hopeless because you're not. You know, We're all uh, children of God, and I, I think that uh, God has a plan uh, for each, each one of us, and um, we just have to play our role and do the best that we can with, with what uh, God has provided us, you know, like the, the most meek, uh, humble people can be the, the, the most powerful people, I think. Um, and so just don't give up and just know that, uh, you know, these, uh, a lot of these things have to uh, happen because um, uh, a lot of it uh, glorifies God. At the end of the day, people are going to wake up and realize that uh, Jesus is the, the way, the truth, and the life. And Amen. Uh, like I, I just always repeat, don't give up. Never, ever give up until your last breath because the, you know, demons and, and, and evil never rests. If you think about it, demons don't sleep, right? So while, while we're sleeping, that's like eight or nine hours they, they've had to further their plans and further their schemes. So why should we be complacent when they're not resting? You know, just question that. Why don't they rest? Why do they keep pushing hard? Because they know the time is short, right? There's not much time left and they have to bring uh, as many so their goal their sole goal is to bring as many souls away from god and and, and into hell so uh you know we and their biggest if someone to do it is to lie and that's exactly what they've that's been right. doing and that's, that's exactly right. what they're going to continue to do and i'm actually going to be um releasing a show soon uh, with glinda about that we're going to be talking about the coming judgments and the consequences for not being obedient to god and so that's going to be one that everybody should tune into that sounds great. Um, I'll definitely be in, in tune to that one. Um, but yeah, like uh, the biggest lie that the that Lucifer has ever um, portrayed was to convince people that he didn't he didn't exist. And uh, if you think about it, it makes sense because a lot of the persecution that happens happens to the people that are actually closest, or even like starting to uh, become closer to God. Um, the devil doesn't have to really bother. Like a lot of people say, "Oh, why do a lot of evil people?" Um, have a lot of money or are successful or, or something like that why don't why doesn't like sorrow happen to them i mean if you think about it like why does the devil have to bother to to test them and 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 take things away from them when he's already got get captured their soul essentially he has them on their on his side so he doesn't really have to torture people so uh, the people that he, he is after and the biggest threats to him um, and the people he, he hates the most are the, the people that are closest to God or at least um, making their transition to becoming closer to God. So uh, we have to always have our she uh, shields on and 
our swords at the ready and our Bible can be our weapon. A prayer is a weapon, you know, like people say, well, demons, you know, they, they can attack uh, attack us th through spiritual means and we can't attack them f with physical means, right? You can't like stab a demon with a knife, right? So how do we attack them? And our weapon that we've been we, we've been given to us is, is is prayer and prayer is the ultimate weapon um, against these demons. So never give up praying, always pray, um, pray for people to to wake up and uh, and realize what's happening. Pray for your brothers and sisters, and pray for the uh, pray for the people that have mocked you, even people that have mocked you, made fun of you. Pray for them, because um, you can't really expect uh, Jesus to have mercy on, on us on on you, um, for because everyone's a sinner. I'm a sinner. Everyone's a sinner, and um, how can we expect Jesus to have mercy on on, on us when we won't have mercy on other people? So. That's my uh, closing thoughts there. It's well said, brother. And I, I try to beat that like a drum all the time. Brother, I want to thank you for coming on the show today. And uh, Thank you so much. It was a, a, a pleasure and an honor, even though admittedly I was uh, a little nervous, um, but we got through it and um, it was an amazing uh, show. I hope people enjoyed listening to it. And it's after 10 p.m. my time, and I'm going to turn into a pumpkin soon. So <laughs> I do appreciate yeah, you man. coming on, brother. So, you know, yeah. hopefully. God bless you, brother. God bless everyone listening to the show, and um, stay strong. God bless you too, brother. We'll talk soon. Take care. And there he goes, ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters. That's all I've got for you guys this week. Um, you know, anything that you've heard here today, you know, make sure you take it to prayer because there's a lot of things going on right now. And it's my prayer that this podcast was a blessing to you and showed you a different perspective, you know, coming from Australia in this case. And um, I don't know very many who live in different areas of the world. Um, I used to have a friend in the UK. I don't, I feel out of touch with them. But, um, you know, it's pretty much universal. You know, what's being planned, you know, it's setting the stage for what's going to happen everywhere else. And, you know, be close to God, be walking with him, you know, and like Brother H said, you know, keep praying, you know, use the word as your weapon and don't give up faith, don't give up hope. You know, our hope's in Jesus, it's not in the world and these things are going to happen. It's uh, end time prophecy and it's fulfilling now, but we know who we belong to if we're walking in the ways of the Lord. You know, get right with him if you're on the wrong track because it's about to get very real. And on the next podcast, I hope to be able to be talking about um, what's going to be coming for those who do not submit to the refining. So until next time, take care of yourselves out there. Jesus bless you and have a great week, guys.